right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from WYIB. 103.9 FM. Well, <clears throat> folks, it is Monday. Uh, some of us made it through another weekend. Uh, you know, folks living in the city of Jackson, uh, Clay sent me something Friday showing the murder stats going back about about eight, seven, eight, ten years, something like that. And the chokeway man, I mean, he's he's stripping the threads off this thing, man. He got folks. And the thing about it, he was the one supposed to be bringing in all that black unity, Wakanda style and all that kind of crap. Man, you got Negroes killing Negroes like it's an epidemic. But again, that's the Democrat way. Back in the day, it used to be white Democrats killing black folks. Now, they farmed out the work. They got black Democrats killing blacks. So, uh, way to go, Demis. Folks, your future is dim if you are a Democrat head. But that's okay. Hey, it's the way of the world. Don't get excited. Don't get it twisted. Don't get all upset. You can't get out in front of someone and be more excited about their well-being and their betterment than they are. And if you notice this, folks, uh, real talk now, real talk. If you notice how hard it is and how much time you spend, we spend, society spends trying to keep these fools from killing themselves, from destroying themselves, from harming themselves, from from trying to uh, uh, lift them out of uh, poverty and bad housing and bad life. And they just fight. Man, I'm saying, dude, I ain't, dude, I'm tired. I'm disinterested. I don't want to go anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. If you're hell-bent on killing yourself, destroying your community, making everything worthless around you, okay, fine, I'm done with it. Do you. you just like all the uh, alphabet community folks. You want everybody to respect who you are. Well, I'm respecting who you are. You people are nuts. Besides being crazy and insane. So, folks, I'm just telling you, hey, time to pull up your nets, baby. Just try, hey, roll on out of there. And let these folks do what they do. This is not racism, not prejudice. These people are hell-bent on destroying themselves. They're not going to do better. They think everybody's putting them down. When all people are trying to do is understand, why are you doing this? I ran into someone Saturday who I thought was pretty rock-rib conservative overall. I think overall on a lot of social issues, they are. And uh, I don't even know how to... Conversation about the hearings came up. He said, "Well, did you did you see it? Did, did you see on the hearings uh, one of Trump's tweets? If Trump tweeted that, oh no, he he doesn't need to be reelected." I looked at him like he had two heads. I said, "Look, man, I tell you what, let me holler at you, dog." I knew then. I said, "No, he vote he voted for Biden." And here, I thought he was a Trump would have been a Trump supporter. But he bought into the hype that Trump's tweets has set the nation on fire and all that. And yet we see all this mayhem going on around us over the last 18, 19 months. It doesn't even register with him. But that's the power of the media to drive home their point that somebody's this and somebody's that, yada, yada, yada. But that's the reason why I admire Donald J. Trump, who, by the way, was a real president, is a real president and will be a real president in 2024. Here's the deal. Donald J. Trump warned us about the border. He warned Europe about buying gas from Russia. 
He warned us what would happen if Biden got in there. He told us what the price of gas was going to be out of the, through the roof. Everything he has said has come to pass. Everything they done to him is what they were uh, uh, doing themselves. Everything they accused him of, rather, is what they were doing themselves. Oh, but justice crushed the earth will rise again. We just have to hang in there. Oh, it's I'm telling you, folks. Me personally, like I said before, I, I want to grab some folks by the throat. Me. But I know, you know, that's not what the Lord would have me to do. Sometimes I say, you mean put a bullet in them, Lord? No. Uh, but, you know, that's not what the Lord would have me to do. Just chill out, Kim. Let, let him handle it. But mine is, is, is getting hard. These people are running amok. There's so much evil in what they're doing to the kids. Now we got the monkeypox being spread amongst the babies from these Degenerates in the alphabet community. And now, the World Health Organization, or the leader of us, uh, whatever this Egyptian guy is, Booty Booty Gooey, whatever his name is, uh, now he's saying monkeypox is a worldwide epidemic. There ain't no epidemic. It's for all them booty busters out there, but not for anybody else. So now they they're trying to uh, bring the well they are, they started bringing the lock uh, mask and lock uh, downs back out in California, and I'm sure uh, once Tate's uh, second check clears, I guess he'll lock down Mississippi again, and you know Delbert and Philip will be right behind them, and all the preachers who you know by now know that it was a scam will fall right in line, and tyranny will continue to march forward, and we'll groan under the weight of it. But uh, yeah, that's what's going on. The monkeypox is uh, uh, the next scam coming down, coming down the line that you're going to have to comply with. Uh, and then you guys are taking the second, fourth, thirteenth booster. Uh, it would appear to me if the first one didn't work, boo. Uh, and then they were warned. They knew. Experiences show them. History has show them that you don't try to uh, vaccinate at the height of a pandemic. And yet, Dr. Dobbs and Fauci and Tate and all of them forced everybody to get vaccinated. They're still laying people off, firing people for not being vaccinated with the killer vaccination. People are dropping dead from heart attacks who've been vaccinated. Now, they won't say, oh, they were vaccinated. Now, beforehand, they were letting everybody know, oh, yeah, entertainer so-and-so, or football player, sports icon so-and-so got vaccinated. You should, too. Now, when that sports icon and that celebrity drops dead, huh? happened here huh we're just puzzled we're befuddled the black lady that played big mama thornton in the elvis movie she dropped dead 40 something years old miami dolphin uh defensive lineman i believe it was a linebacker dropped dead they're dropping like flies around here they call it sudden death <laughs> yeah okay yeah sudden yeah that's sudden all right as soon as you take that vaccine, and not everybody has, has dropped dead from the vaccine. Some of them is going down slow. I've got a story to tell, folks, I hadn't told yet. I will be I will be telling you in, in the next week or two uh, what happened to me since I got out of the hospital. Um, it's been in the last, what, 40 days, but I'll bring you up to speed on it. And it, it's related to the hospital. It's related to my hospital stay. But uh, I'll, I'll give you the story. And it had a happy ending, praise God. 
But、uh, here's the deal, folks. They're not going to stop with the vaccine. This is why what, what Michael guessed, grimy, oh, grimy, Mike had a good week last week. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he probably got、uh, performance bonuses out the wild. So I bet you every one of his boys driving a new Ford F 150 or two, probably a 350. Sitting up on 40 inch wheels or, or whatever they be driving around there. You know, the、uh, white boy gear, the,、uh, the one Buddy Brown sings about. By the way, Buddy Brown is, I mean, he's got so much material out there. We're trying to get him back on here. Let's see if he'll respond to our request to honor us with his presence. But、uh, yeah, that's what's going on. Mike, Mike Guest, Grimy Mike, had a good week last week. Let me tell you what happened. What Mike's effort on behalf of the Democrat Party, Uniparty, has borne weight, uh, borne, uh, uh, what is it? Has, well, let's just say what they have reaped from him、uh, trading and stabbing everybody else in the back. First of all, you had a,、uh, a man in North Mississippi, what is it? It was Mount Olive, Olive Branch, one of those olives, because Mount Olive is down south, I believe it is, down 49. But anyway. Mississippi man, is, he pleaded guilty. He's facing 20 years in jail for being a part of the January 6th. And Mike、uh, probably got a, sign, a performance bonus on that. And,、uh, you know, I, I want you guys just kind of watch how the guest family roll. Let's see if they're、uh, out spending cash and, you know, just living a good life out there on the res, expanding on the house. Mike wearing gold grills now and got his hair slicked back. Like, uh, uh, who was that?、Uh, the guy in Wall Street,、uh, Michael Douglas. So he, he's looking real fly now. And uh, uh, of course, Mike set him up to go to jail. And then、uh, we got Steve,、uh, Mike, Grimy Mike got Steve Bannon convicted. So、uh, Steve Bannon's facing two years in the Hooskow, thanks to Michael Grimy Guest. But wait, there's more. There's some grandbabies out there without their pawpaw today because one of the January 6th、uh, incarcerated patriots committed suicide or he was murdered in a D.C. jail this past weekend. Again, attributable to Michael, Michael Grimey Guest, who didn't check on the welfare of those people while he,、uh, I guess, swimming in his uh, uh, coin safe there at the house like Daddy Warbucks. Uh, so, there's some grandbabies out there without their pawpaw today. And husband, I mean, a wife without her husband, incarcerated since January 6th, thereabouts. And、uh, finally, even after he pleaded guilty, they were threatening to give him 20 years. He committed suicide this weekend. Thanks, Mike. I tell you what, you know how to stab us in the back, bro. But there's something about that third district, man. You people keep sending these traitors up there. Greg Harper, now Grimy Mike. And then, you know, I'm thinking, what is the commonality between all these guys? Ole Miss, Trent, Thad, Grimy Mike, Greg with two G's, three G's. You know, the Antonio Brown of the Congress walked off the field in the middle of the game. And then you had uh, uh, Bo Bogdahl, Grimy Mike, stabbing us in the back. But wait. Mike earned another performance bonus. He hit another benchmark over the last 24 hours. The January 6th committee is talking about、uh, jailing Supreme Court Justice wife, Jenny Thomas. Grimy Mike, way to go, boy. When you stab, you stab deep. 
But I want you to notice something here, folks. The people that Grimey Mike set up to be incarcerated or commit suicide. These are all people who went to the wall for us. I mean, it's always the super patriots. Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, Clarence Thomas, Jenny Thomas, and those unnamed, unknown patriots, the man from uh, North Mississippi who's facing 20 years in jail because of the efforts of Grimy Mike to put together the January 6th commission, and then the grandpa who committed suicide over the last 72 hours in a D.C. dungeon. Now, if it was a black guy in a Neshoba County jail coming up dead, the FBI would be all over him, sweating him like nothing, you know? But because it's a white guy, because it's a patriot, because it's somebody Michael Grimy Mike set up to be incarcerated. And I know you supporters of the um, Grimy Mike out there don't like me saying it, but guess what? I'm going to say it until they put me off the air. Because what he did was wrong. And those people who committed, that gentleman who committed suicide and lost everything, that gentleman up in North Mississippi, could be you, could be me. Because they're going to get around to all of us. I'm going to play something from Tucker Carlson that I want you to hear talking about the January 6th commission and the double standards coming out of Washington, D.C. and the people who help establish the double standard. The grimy mics of the world, the Greg with two G's, the Jeff Sessions, the John McCain's, the John Boehner's, the Paul Ryan's, the McCarthy's, all of them. Let's take. All right, we're going to play this right quick. Then we'll get the mobile Bob. This is Tucker Carlson talking about the double standards that Michael Guest, grimy Mike, uh, helped sign off on, helped put together, helped the Democrats prefer, perfect the persecution of anybody who opposed the Democrat parties in their degenerate, evil ways. Check this out. Tucker Carlson, tonight, the hallmark of any authoritarian regime is politicized justice. Under that system, your opponents go to jail, your supporters can do whatever they want. And this reveals that the state exists not to serve the people who live in it, but to preserve itself and to crush all dissent. You hate to think we've reached a point anywhere near that here in the United States because there's nothing worse than that or scarier or harder to fix. But in fact, we have reached that point. That's where we are. Yesterday, for example, a man leaped on stage at a campaign event and tried to stab Lee Zeldin. Zeldin's a sitting member of Congress. He's challenging the unelected incumbent, Kathy Hochul, in the governor's race in New York. So ordinarily, attempting to assassinate a federal office holder would be considered a big deal. But Lee Zeldin is a Republican, so it's not a big deal anymore. The man who tried to murder Lee Zeldin was released immediately with no bail. Less than 24 hours later, by contrast, former Trump advisor Steve Bannon was convicted of crimes that until recently were not crimes at all, for which he now faces a prison term of two years. Bannon has been declared guilty of something called contempt of Congress. That may strike you as an unintentionally hilarious term, since most of the time Congress invites our contempt. But the point is, this is a crime that Democrats are not convicted of, ever. Attorney General Eric Holder and IRS Executive Lois Lerner were once found to be in contempt of Congress, both of them, and for real crimes. In Holder's case, it was gun running in Mexico. In Lerner's case, it was targeting conservatives for audits. But neither one went to trial. Holder claimed executive privilege, which was enough 
even after a judge ruled that executive privilege did not apply in Eric Holder's case, but it didn't matter. He walked. Lois Lerner cited the Fifth Amendment. It was as simple as that. Both of them today, Lerner and Holder, are free and richer than ever. But these standards do not apply to Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon was subpoenaed by the January 6th committee, despite the fact he had literally nothing to do with January 6th. And we know that because he left the White House three years before it happened. But it didn't matter. He annoyed the wrong people, so he's going to jail. Now, this shouldn't surprise you, really, because we've been building toward this moment for some time. You might recall Greg Craig. That would be Barack Obama's former White House counsel. He was acquitted of violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA, back in 2019. He'd been working for Ukraine. Now, at almost exactly the same moment, Paul Manafort, who hired Greg Craig to work on Ukraine, was convicted of violating the same law, FARA, on the same account for Ukraine. How does that work exactly? It seems like a double standard. And indeed, it is a double standard, but it's a consistent standard. We've seen it again and again and again. Former Clinton attorney Michael Sussman was just acquitted by a D.C. jury of lying to the FBI. That happened in May. The theory was that really, who knows what Michael Sussman told the FBI about non-existent Russian servers in Trump Tower? Okay. As long as we're using that theory, does it work for everyone? Well, it didn't work for George Papadopoulos. Didn't work for Michael Flynn. On the other hand, neither one of those guys had a key card to FBI headquarters like Michael Sussman did. And that came in handy, that relationship. But Mike Flynn didn't have that relationship. His life was destroyed. Why? Because of handwritten notes by Peter Strzok, who you can now see on MSNBC, about their conversation in the White House about Russian sanctions. Get him to lie, the head of counterintelligence the FBI wrote to Strzok, speaking of Flynn. So on the basis of that, the setup, they hounded Mike Flynn into poverty. The same thing happened to George Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos' crime? Not being as forthcoming as possible about his job status with the Trump campaign. Unpaid. That's literally what the DOJ told the court in a filing. Quote, the defendant did not provide substantial assistance. Oh, that's the standard. So Papadopoulos went to prison. So did the 69-year-old grandmother recently, called Pam Hempel. She's currently serving a two-month sentence in federal prison. Why? Because she, quote, paraded in the Capitol on January 6th. Didn't hurt anyone. She's got breast cancer. She's going to prison. A judge in Washington had no problem issuing that sentence. At exactly the same moment, the U.S. attorney for D.C. dropped all charges against Stephen Colbert's production crew for doing the same thing, but worse. So Stephen Colbert's team may have lied to federal authorities when they said they'd stay out of restricted areas. But they didn't lie to federal authorities in quite the same way, apparently. And of course, they had the right politics. Unlike Roger Stone, Roger Stone got a three-year prison sentence. He had a SWAT team show up at his house at dawn with a CNN crew in tow, tipped off by the Justice Department for maximum humiliation. What was his crime? No one can remember because there wasn't one. So if you've been paying any attention at all to our justice system, particularly under Merrick Garland, you had some sense of where this was going. It was moving toward the authoritarian system we now have, where justice is an illusion. Offend the people in charge, get punished. Support the people in charge, do whatever you want. Still, even knowing that, today's conviction of Steve Bannon is an escalation. There was not even a pretense in his trial that the prosecution of Steve Bannon was lawful. So the Constitution requires equal protection. Heard that phrase? 
That means that selective prosecution is not allowed. It's unconstitutional. If you don't try one person for a crime, you don't get to charge another person for the same crime because that's selective. It's political. But under Merrick Garland, that's the new rule. Offend us, go to jail. At his trial, Steve Bannon was not permitted to say that his attorneys had counseled him against bending the knee of the January 6th committee. He couldn't even say that. Nor was he allowed to argue that his subpoena was legally invalid. Why couldn't he argue that? All Steve Bannon was allowed to do was shut up. He had to remain silent and await his conviction. And that's what he did. Outside of federal court today, Steve Bannon pointed out that he subpoenaed members of the January 6th committee to testify at his trial. Why can't you face your accusers? Isn't that guaranteed under our system? Not in this case. Because having the January 6th committee members show up would expose them to the one thing they cannot tolerate, which is cross-examination. So they refused. Watch. I want to thank the jury for the, what the effort they did, the judge, particularly the court administration here, everybody. I only have one disappointment, and that is the gutless members of that show trial committee, the J6 committee, didn't have the guts to come down here and testify in open court. Did you expect Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger to show up? <laughs> they don't have to testify. They don't have to do anything they don't want to do. They can just send their enemies to jail. So their behavior is really not that surprising because the January 6th committee itself does not allow cross-examination during its hearings. You may have noticed this. It doesn't even allow the identification of many witnesses. They do it anonymously. How do you define show trial? That's how you define show trial. So these are not hearings in any recognizable sense. This is a show trial. That is exactly what it is. That's not overstatement. The committee did not allow the cross-examination of former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson, for example, even after she made claims that were insane. They made no sense. She claimed that Donald Trump tried to carjack his own presidential limo and drive it to the Capitol. So if she'd been cross-examined, which in any hearing, hearing is permitted under the Western system of justice, not the woke system of justice that Liz Cheney has brought us, but her the conventional system that all of us grew up with, you would have a cross-examination, and someone might have pointed out that the Secret Service agents in that limo denied her account. But if you were watching on MSNBC or CNN, which have taken this propaganda live and then bragged about it, we're doing the bidding of the state. We're so proud. We're calling it journalism. We've refused to do that because we have dignity and we're not liars, unlike them. But if you're watching this on those channels, you would have no idea that the Secret Service denied this account. The Secret Service was never contacted by Liz Cheney or Adam Kinzinger before the testimony. And that's bizarre. Because if the committee wanted to get to the truth of the Trump grabbed the wheel of the limo allegation, they would have talked to people who were there, but they didn't. Republicans, if they'd been allowed to cross-examine, if they demanded to cross-examine, we're not defending Republicans. They've fallen down on the job. That's an understatement. If someone had been allowed to ask adult questions of the witness, we might have learned what CNN viewers will never know. And that's that Hutchinson reportedly tried to get a job at Mar-a-Lago afterward. But none of that was allowed because it's pure propaganda. This has been going on for months now. Last night, the January 6th committee put on testimony from an anonymous official. Can you imagine an anonymous official? claiming that Secret Service agents assigned to Mike Pence were using their radios to tell their families goodbye, like they're on the deck of the Titanic. 
because they assumed they would die in the Capitol because some guy in Viking horns on mushrooms was spinning in rounded circles and talking about peace. They were so afraid. Watch this nonsense. The members of the BPT tell at this time were starting to fear for their own lives. Um, there were a lot of there was a lot of yelling, um, a lot of um, uh, a lot of very personal calls um, over the radio. So uh, it was disturbing. I don't like talking about it, but um, uh, there were calls to um, say goodbye to family members, so on and so forth. It was getting. For whatever the reason was on the ground, the VP detail thought that this was about to get very ugly. It's just absolutely shameful, absolutely shameful that the other channels played this crap without pushing back in even the mildest way. Oh, it's news. It's not news. And your job in journalism is to hold the powerful accountable. It's not to do their bidding or put their lies on TV unedited in primetime which is what every other channel has done except Fox News, and we are proud of that. Well, you should be ashamed. Yeah, you should be ashamed. But there was no cross-examination allowed in any of this because this committee would not allow it. No rebuttal of any kind. So, of course, there was no inquiry as to why a Capitol Hill police officer with a documented history of recklessly mishandling firearms shot an unarmed woman in the neck, an Air Force veteran. He shot her in the neck. Why? You're not allowed to ask. What happened to those thousands of hours of surveillance footage? Why can't we see those? Nah, you're not allowed even to ask why we're not allowed to see them. We can't know why police are on video letting people into the Capitol complex on January 6th. Why is that? Not allowed to ask. And this is going to continue. As Adam Kinzinger said, this charade which really does corrode the heart of our system. This will continue all the way till the midterms, because as Kinziger, who's dumb enough to say the quiet part out loud, admitted, this is a political exercise. Watch. This investigation is not winding down. We may be towards the end of this tranche of hearings. We may have more hearings in the future, and the investigation is still ongoing. Mm -hmm. So we're, 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 we're getting to the bottom of what we need to know. Yeah. Okay. We're getting to the bottom. Actually, you're preventing legitimate, obvious questions from being asked. And, and just in point of fact, no matter how long these hearings go on, they could go on forever. And Adam Kinzinger will still be a sad, tormented, tiny man with a miserable personal life. So, you know, that's some comfort. But the prosecutors here working for Kinzinger and Cheney and the rest of this committee, just like the school boards and the teachers unions last year, worked in tandem with the Justice Department to punish the enemies of the Democratic Party. What is that? Well, it's the single greatest threat to the rule of law in the history of the United States. That's true. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it's hot outside. You need to keep this number handy, the AC doctor. That's right, folks, 601-706-4551. Folks, call them and they'll come running. Your comfort is their concern. And they don't just uh, get your unit up and running. They find out, folks, why it's not performing optimally if it's not. And uh, they're going to say, okay, this is what you need to do. So you won't have to be jumping up and down all day long adjusting your thermostat. And that's the key to having that stability is finding out why the rooms are heating, one room is heating, and one room is cooling, and 
Uh, they level it all out, and you'll be pleased with it. Plus, you like that peace of mind of just leaving it. Like in my case, I can leave mine on like 76, 77, 78, anywhere up in there. Matter of fact, I only turn it on probably about six to eight hours out of the day when I'm there because I'm gone a lot of the time. And then at night, it cools off enough where I can generally, you know, turn it on before I go to bed and then turn it off, and I'm good. And it's all because the AC doctor shows me how to operate that unit, get the optimal performance. They'll do it for you, particularly those of you who have the uh, big churches and the big buildings and things like that. Let the AC doctor come in and work his magic, setting up that timer switch on there so it'll go on and off where you won't be heating and cooling all night, all night long when you don't have to. Check out the ACDR. Let him hook you up today. 601-706-4551 on the web, acdr.com. All right, let's go to my friend from Mobile, Mobile Bob. Hey, man. Hey, man. What's up? Appreciate yeah, I saw that Tucker show the other day. He's, again, he's one of the few media sites out there really speaking truth to power. Absolutely. How long would it be before the Democrats and the Biden uh, Justice Department decide to uh, bring him in on January for January 6th or whatever he's supposed to have done? Right. That's right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We're all in giving them more power, giving them a, another apparatus in which to hang and, and incarcerate, just like with Steve Bannon. Now, more than likely, that's going to be overturned by an appeals court or the Supreme Court, but he still had to go through it. He yeah. still had to still go through it, pay all the lawyers. That's what they're doing. They don't care whether or not you get convicted or whether or not you uh, uh, get up where, whether or not it gets overturned. They just want you to go through the pain because they can, and Michael Guest made sure that this was the case. And I'm saying, dude, we got all these things that need investigating in this country. And then you come in and, and stab the people in your foxhole in the back. No, no I just can't abide that. Exactly. And uh, like I said, Bill Clinton was caught on video lying mm-hmm. about what happened here with Monica Lewinsky. Because it was about sex, blah, blah, blah. He wasn't being convicted because he had sex with Monica Lewinsky. He wasn't being impeached for that. He's being impeached because he's in a, a court lying under oath. Right. That's what he's being impeached. He is being impeached for. He was caught doing that. Right. You still couldn't find any Democrats that was, uh, uh, even though they probably privately wanted him removed from office. None of them would say it publicly and, and demonstrate it at all. Mm-hmm. That's how they stick together. You get these Republican nitwits like Liz Cheney and that is Kinsinger or whatever yeah. clown. At least he's leaving <clears throat> office. But Liz Cheney, if she, for some bizarre reason, she still thinks. Somehow, or was she trying to encourage Democrats to vote for her? Why well, switch to the darn party then, Liz? Yeah. Yeah. Drop out and run as a Democrat. You know, the bottom line is these people, are, I mean, they're shameless as laboratory mice. I mean, there's nothing they won't do in their craving pursuit for power and money. And Liz Cheney's just another one of them, you know. Uh, that, that's why I said we, we can try to make this be anything than other than what it is. These people are out to destroy this country. A hook or crook. Exactly. And, and yeah, you see this is a kangaroo court. And it goes to the points out. You, you don't allow any cross-examination. Witnesses who don't have to show who, tell who they are. And that's, how, how do we know that wasn't your father there, Liz? Mm-hmm. Lying <laughs> like that, which most likely he, he would be capable of doing it. There's <laughs> no warmongering behind. <laughs> But yeah, how we know who that? Who we know who that was? He says, "Remember the Trump administration." How is anybody supposed to know? Right. That wouldn't be admissible in anything that result in, in fairness. Yeah. You can't cross-examine the people who 
a bearing, a, a bearing false witness against you. Right. No corpus examination. They can just keep continuing to do it. Well, the only thing you're doing is coming in and they saying, hey, uh, here's how he's guilty. He can't prove himself innocent. Right. Or, and it's not even going to be about Trump. It's going to be about what happened in January 6th in general. Mm-hmm. Because, because there's a trial for Trump. It's not a trial. And there's going to be no trial for President Trump. You turned it into that. But it wasn't supposed to be about supposed to be January 6th period. And like those videos that Tucker and others have shown, you got the, the Capitol Police in front of a door with uh, with people behind them uh, saying, hey, the one to, uh, to go in, Wait they're standing in the door. Wait those minute. people are rushing the Capitol Police. Mm-hmm. They are pushing them out of the way. Those guys just walk out of the way themselves. Mm-hmm. The mob didn't do that. They did it themselves. As if telling the, mob, uh, telling the crowd, you can go in. And then they had the one gentleman, uh, I think I got a clip of him. He was the only one filmed that day on the, on the Capitol grounds with a gun. He had a gun, he had an earpiece in his ear. And uh, they had him, they got him on film being there inside the Capitol, doing everything everybody else was going to jail for. They had him on the list of people the FBI was looking for. They took him off the list, and he's free like OJ all day right now. And they, uh, one of the guys who's going to jail, who went to jail rather, uh, c- cornered this guy. I think he put an ad in the paper to sell a bicycle. So he called and said, "I'm going to buy the bike." And when he got him out there, he confronted him about, "Well, why, why haven't you been prosecuted?" And the guy said, and he asked him, "said Are, are you working for the FBI?" Uh, I don't want to talk about it. See, Michael Guest knows this. He's hit, well. He's no longer head of the subcommittee on domestic terrorism. He was until. He started getting blowback from it. So he's no longer the head, but he's getting all the documents and all the data of what's going on. He knows this. Michael Guest is part of those persecuting us. He always will be. He's a traitor. He's a traitor now, and he'll be a traitor in the future. Write it in blood, folks. Exactly. And what they have done or are doing is weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the justice system against their political enemies. Mm-hmm. Like you said, even if they know, like, if they know they won't get Steve Bannon because ultimately the Supreme Court most likely would overturn it, like, it's just, get, it's just scaring people not to want to go through the process. You better not cross us, or you, you, you might get lucky, you might not go to jail, but you're going to be out like Michael Flynn out of a whole bunch of money in the process. That's because they weaponize the justice system. And this is just incredible. And any Republican that goes along with this, who, you, who do you... I guess as long as they figure they could toe the line, they don't have to worry about them coming after them. Right. Okay. Well, if if the if uh, the election in November turns out the way it should, if the cheat machine can't or spit out enough votes, you are you Republican need to have your own January sixth commission, uh, the same way, and you put all those Democrats on trial. Hey, why do you? Uh, well, who's this guy here? Why does nobody go after him? Why the Capitol Police to let people walk in? We want to know our own answer and, and do the same thing they are doing. You just show why they're guilty. Don't let them show how, that they, uh, why they're innocent. Yeah. Well, uh, to your to your question about the uh, the elections, uh, a news station there in Michigan published the results of a congressional uh, primary, Republican primary. They published the results of the election uh, last night. But the problem is the election is not until next week. And the rhino won. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, they, they, like I said before, Michael Guest is part of those folks who they don't care whether the election is rigged or not as long as they're in power. These, um, folks, I'm telling you, all you Guest supporters out here, 
Look, all you do, it, it's just like them folks over in, 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 in Nazi Germany. You know, they were okay with a certain group of people getting taken up by the Nazis because they ain't like them anyway. But they, they're going to get around to you. Just write exactly. it in blood. Yeah, they're going to get around to you. Exactly. And like all the Republicans who think, oh, well, just Trump and just these uh, these uh, Trump supporters, then, okay, how long will it be before, well, I guess you'd be so sold out, they won't, you won't, you'll be irrelevant, <laughs> which is what I guess. So you, you figure you're safe. How long you think you're going to be safe? And like the Christians out there, how long will it be before it starts? Before, before it becomes you? Oh, did you see where uh, Biden administration is giving away five hundred thousand dollar grants uh, all across the globe uh, to promote atheism, in uh, in to to the exclusion of Christianity? I mean, these people, like I said before, at what point do you guys say, "Hmm, that's peculiar"? Oh, you were quick to say that's peculiar about Donald Trump's tweets and how he combed his hair one way or the other, whether or not he was orange one day or high yellow the next day or whatever. You always had something to say about that. But all this evil, you get locked, y'all. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway. Now, you shouldn't be okay with any of this stuff because it's somebody you think is your political enemy. Okay, well, fine, yeah. If, although I know Republicans will never do what the Democrats are doing. They, for some, especially with Mitch, Mitch McConnell, like Tucker Carlson said, a lot of Mitch McConnell is running the Republican Party. I mean, the Senate. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's it's fifty fifty on whether they'll do anything. Oh, they're not gonna do anything. They're just glad to get back closer to the money. Yeah, really. All right, bro. All right, Appreciate you, man. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Want to remind you this portion of the show brought to you by John Dorsa for homeowners, renters, or auto insurance. Call John for a quote six zero one seven ninety. 2600 located in Ridgeland on Highway 51 right next to McDonald's. John Dorsey, State Farm Agent Extraordinaire. Let's go to Chris. Uh, yes, sir. Hey. Hey, Cam, how you doing today, Cam? What you say, Christopher? What's up? Well, Cam, I just want to tell you something. You found coming around, you know, starting to realize that both partners are the same with different names now. You know, it's just in the fuel in Republicans acting like Democrats, uh, Democrats acting like Republicans. It's a bunch of them. Okay. And your point is what, sir? My point is that what it's always been. They're the same thing with different names now. Chris, Chris, here's the problem, in my view, on your outlook. These people are trying to destroy this country. Yes, yes, they definitely join together at certain points. But we're trying, it's like being on a, a frog on a lily pad jumping, trying to get to shore. Sometimes you got to jump to one that may not be as stable as the one you just jumped off on. So, each election, each vote is different. Each one has its own calculus. You don't seem to be making it. You just say, oh, man, they are. Bruh, you, you are basically, in my view, will be paralyzed from making any rational decisions because you don't seem to have any guiding principles to undergird where you're headed, what you believe in, what is the template in which you make your decisions. You made the observation now, but what's the template in which you make decisions? And the difference is don't vote for neither parties. Vote Third party, whoever. Okay, so, so okay, that's your principle. Now, now you voted your principle. Now you're standing out there being totally ineffective, and the country's falling down around you. All, all, all I'm asking you to do is, man, elevate your game, bro. So, so you're trying to say I got to choose either Democrat or Republican? No, you got to choose what it is you're trying to get done. Are you trying to survive? Are you gonna sit up there and let these people burn the house down with their foolishness? Well, they're going to burn the house down regardless. That's just prophecy of the Bible. Okay, then, look, then we know we can't count on you to do anything constructive. Okay, I'm not doing anything destructive either. 
<laughs> okay, Chris. Look, we appreciate you, man. Hang on in there. Let the eyes of your understanding may I remove the veil of ignorance from your head at some point. Anyway, let's take a break. We'll be right back. We're back and it is Monday. Open for him. Glad to be back here in the studios. I didn't even get the murder count this weekend. Uh, who all didn't make it? What are we up to now? We got to be clipping 80. Come on now. We can get 80 by the end of the month. Come on, guys. Work with me here. Baby need new shoes. I got a bet out there. Our number 601-879-0002. want to tell you about our good friends over at Lewis Furniture Store. Lewis Furniture Store and Mattress Gallery there in Clinton. That's right, folks. Every room in your house can be outfitted by selections from Lewis Furniture. As you know, you've been to the big box stores. You've been all around. You've been online. You just, you just ain't feeling it. And, of course, you, you're tired of looking. Your wife could do it all day. You know, it's like antiquing, antiquing for them. But for you, it is a chore. But, you know, you're trying to maintain a happy marriage. So you get drug along. Well, folks. Yeah, the final stop needs to be Lewis Furniture Store. That's right. Home of the oohs and ahs. Their buyers go out and find those items that are unique and make your home stand out. I'm talking about from your bedroom to the patio to the to the uh, kitchen, living room, whatever room in the house. But not only the furniture, folks, the knickknacks and the paddywhacks, all that stuff, folks, just, wow, I need that. I need that to accompany this, that, and the other. I encourage you to do it. Just got off the phone one of our uh, uh, listeners. Had just been to Lewis Furniture Store, bought new furniture. So we encourage you to do the same thing before you make your final decision. Make that final trip to Lewis Furniture Store. Located 953 Highway 80 in Clinton, Mississippi. Right next to Nukes. No, that's not 953. Well, it's right next to Nukes in Clinton. That's uh, Rapid Tire Exchange 953. But anyway, while you're in Clinton, visit everybody. All right? And uh, they're right next to Nukes. They're open to 6 this evening, 4 on Saturdays, and 24 hours on the web. Lewis Furniture Store. Dot com And when you go over there, if you're looking for mattresses, tell them you want the Kim Wade special. That's right. Get the mattress that I got. Folks, you'll sleep like a baby. And like I said before, you can lay on this mattress without a pillow and go just fast asleep. Usually, you'd have to be full of alcohol to just fall asleep without a pillow. But no, not with these. Sleep like a baby. That's right. Check them out today. They got a selection that will make your head swim. Recliners, the whole nine yards. LewisFurnitureStore.com. All right, folks, we have the freed man on the phone. What do you say, freed man? What's up? Yes, Hello? sir. Yeah, you're on there, sir. Hi, uh, Mr. Wade? Yes. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? It's free man. Free man. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. Just, now, you know, I'm, I'm hearing you, and it's, it's something that's been weighing on my mind all weekend, and I, I believe, God, let me hear your message today and let your callers hear your message and it's something that from while I was working, I wanted to address the whole January 6th thing. And Please do. I was out in the boondocks of people had you working. And when a buddy of mine called me and asked if I was seeing what was going on in the news, and he was watching, right, watching it from Facebook Live and watching it from the news. And one side, the cops were kind of fighting back a little bit. The other side, they moved the gates open for them. That's right. And there was a journalist here in Mississippi 
that was there for it, and they he submitted his stuff because they were going to use in these hearings, and they have rejected it and sent it back. Oh, yeah, the gentleman and, out of Greenville. I, he was here on the station talking about it, yeah. And not only that, Mr. Wade, um, and there's I'm sure you've bumped into some of our guys that have been in, in the super secret squirrel arena, shall we say, mm-hmm. and the groups, and they'll – when if you actually put get them down to it and get them to talking, many of them will tell you they speak several languages, but that's also some of their training, and they cover different areas of the region, different theaters, well, on top of doing rotations. But part of their specialty training is to go in and start insurrections in other nations that's right. before we invade or before something major happens. If you look at historically, if you look at Iraq, and, it, and I'll say it this way as well, it's not even just the team guys that are trained to do that. They go in, they stir things up. And so when my buddy brought my attention to it, I started watching. I knew right then and there it was it was uh, an inside job. You know, and I have, still have friends on the teams that have, uh, said, you know, tried to elude and, die, you know, deflect because if they, they know. Yeah, and they didn't want to admit it, and they got to watch their careers and, themselves because once you hit that level you, you you know you've got really no other skill sets right if you stay in very long i just wanted to point that out there's many of us ask many of your vets they know it's it's an inside well job. that's what the whole 2020 election was the color revolution that like you say that they have done in other countries uh our alphabet agencies have taken this was a coup they accused trump oh. of trying to conduct the coup because that's part of the operation which is the accused the other man, the other person of what you're actually doing. That's what they did. They got everybody distracted with this January 6th while they stole the election. Yes, sir. Well, and I, this is what I, you know, I've been because people have said, oh, he started, he soldered an insurrection or whatever. And I said, well, maybe it's because I'm a free thinker. But I didn't ever hear him say, go down there and storm it. But I, I also ask people these questions. Well, if this is such a big deal here. And you're saying uh, democracy. Why aren't we challenging Maxine Waters when she said, to hell with the Supreme Court, we're going to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And what about AOC when they stormed Pelosi's room when they, her and her little team, whatever they call themselves, dream team, the whatever. squad, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't pay attention to them. She's the biggest airhead I've ever <laughs> had. So she's got a degree from here. I'm like, so she's been officially indoctrinated. That's yeah. what you're telling me. That's right. That's and, right. But aside from that, in the 1930s, I believe, there was a a, a, a no joke. I'm trying to watch my mouth. Mm-hmm. A no kid uh, insurrection and coup d'état planned, in which Wall Street bankers and senators approached a Marine Corps commandant and said, "Look, we, we this is what we want to do. You've got the support. We will put him in. We'll put you in as our leader and president. Let us do our thing as a cabal." Mm-hmm. He blew the whistle on it. And that was a Marine Corps general, Marine Corps commandant, General Smedley Butler. Mm. And so a lot of, and as I, when I first got out of the military, that's what I wanted to do was be a teacher. And I realized right then and there, I said, I, I'm not in a good headspace to do this because I, I have to make my own. I will one day do it because I don't want to be beholden to a system. And many teachers, that's exactly how it happens. Right. And so they teach to the test and they teach us just enough to be intelligent enough to follow rules, but not to free free thinkers. And what do they do with the rest of them? They incarcerate them. Sixty, I think it's sixty or seventy percent of all inmates incarcerated, past and present, regardless of socio socioeconomic background or demographics, have one thing in common: 
and that's what we call a learning disability. Mm-hmm. In which case, what's your learning disability? You don't fit in a cookie-cutter box and sit down and shut up like John D. Rockefeller wanted to wanted us to do. I need a nation of workers, not of thinkers. <laughs> that's right. And see, because of your eyes, because of you taking the red pill, many people just can't get their head around that this has actually happened to our country. And, you know, when, when I go to the store and I, and I, and I see – uh, America, fat, dumb, and happy, they have no idea. Of the. I mean, this is Venezuela at the early stages, what we're experiencing here. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. And a lot of people don't necessarily, they don't necessarily know because the Democrats were calling it when, with this whole alleged, <clears throat> excuse me, Russian collusion thing. Where are our veterans at? Where are they at? Why aren't y'all fighting? Why aren't y'all taking to the streets? And there's many of us that chose to get away from that life, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we, we chose to get away from that life because we didn't want our children. We knew the sacrifices that had to get made, and we chose our family over that. Right. Now, with that being said, we're not eager because many of these people, the same thing with all these jokers calling for the Ukraine problem. For us, we need to go over there and do something. And Vladimir Putin is not a nice guy by any stretch of the imagination. Right. However, if you look at what has recently gone on in his life, mm-hmm. I believe he is on, on his deathbed or has terminally ill or something. Right. And his sole mission is to atone for all the things he's, he's done. And his loyalty is to the Russian people. And we had biolabs on the Ukrainian-Russian border right. that we denied until recently. And our ambassador said, yeah, maybe we should start deleting, burning, and moving things out because there is a danger of them taking this. And that's the reality of it. But most Americans prefer to live a fat and happy life. And a lot of people say, oh, that would never happen here. Do you think Saddam Hussein actually sat there, you know, you think the people of Iraq said, oh, that'll never happen. The Americans mm-hmm. will never come in. And I, have, I had to ask myself in my mid-20s, wait a minute, because at 19, I'm butt-stroking 40-year-old men because they, they don't speak my language, but they want to get the heck out of my way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being full of pee and vinegar, that, that was my mindset. And as I got older and more hold on, wait a minute, and not as indoctrinated. I got away from the indoctrination, so to speak, of the school systems. It dawned on me, wait a minute, this. And they told us there was WMD, then they told us there weren't, and this is all public knowledge, 500 metric tons of enriched uranium, white cake, weapons grade, was found in Iraq, put on a ship, sailed to Boston where it refueled, and sailed off to the deep abyss of Canada. Now, that's probably the uranium that Hillary Clinton sold to Russia. I mean, for all I know. Yeah. But we also found, I believe it's 2006 or 2008, they were uh, the largest cache. I myself personally have seen sarin gas canisters attached to IEDs. We were carrying mop suits for a while outside, a couple years after the invasion, but still had to carry gas masks with three canisters when we rolled out the wire. If there's no WMD, why is that? And the only argument when I've gotten a Democrat to admit that there were WMD, their argument was, well, it's old and outdated. And I said, by whose standards? Ours? Absolutely. But I promise you, those those jokers, those camel jockeys can definitely still use it. Yeah, yeah. And and you look at Bashar Assad, who was Western educated. This is the question I ask many Americans. Why is it such a big deal that we have all these things? Why is it such a big deal that, you know, little countries that pose no threat to us in the grand scheme of things don't, you know, why, why can't they have it? Muammar Gaddafi, after he pulled his shenanigans and Reagan put a 
missile right in his front door. We didn't hear a peep out of him for years mm. until he tried to get it and switch away from the trading on the American dollar and trading with gold and silver. That was what his currency was based off of, one of the richest nations. And all of a sudden, there it is. Now, why, why, do, we, why do they pose a threat to us if they're, you know, they're, he did his state-sponsored terrorism. We put a missile in his door. He said, I want no part of this, and he bounced out. And it was never heard of again until ISIS came about. And uh, lo and behold, public knowledge, we dropped crates, and ISIS, the bad guys, ISIS, not just the Syrian freedom fighters, came and got it. Well, that was a CIA. That had to have been a CIA oper- operation. And everything let me ask you this the CIA here. touches goes to hell. Let, uh, let me ask you this here. Yes, sir. How do you see everything turning out? 16, eight, I mean, 18... 18 months from now, before 2024, what do you see happening? Well, uh, I'm foreseeing another pandemic, like you said, uh, in order to control and scare the people. Henry Kissinger once said something along the lines, while he was a sitting vice president, and he's not a great guy, but he had a lot of words of wisdom. Well, Kissinger was said no, something along the lines of, no matter what terrible, atrocious things you think your government's up to, it's always worse. Mm. There are things that I know that I still, and I have my demons that I have to fight, which is why I have to stay away from the spirits, because mm. it, it is a fight daily to not divulge. And I don't know whether it's been cleared hot or not. Right. And my clearance has been well expired, but it's things that I know. Do you, and, do and you, so when you, uh, go ahead. Do you think there's been a coup, a coup in this country? Oh, hands down. It was a coup, but it was a coup. In the, in the exact opposite direction. This is, uh, and I have lived all over the country. I've lived in both political extremes where both nobody questioned their government. And I've even sat on city committees of so-called conservatives. And when Trump started running, they were all, everybody always said that, oh, he's just not presidential material. And I said, well, that's kind of the idea. If you look around, the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And we keep repeating the same thing over and over again, and everybody doesn't seem to just see it. And I, it, it truly baffles me hmm. how you don't see the pattern well, what I of see, what's going on. Freeman, what I see, it's like America's in a room full of swinging daggers. We got all these enemies of America, some foreign and domestic, uh, and some, you know, uh, I mean, any one of them could take us out any one time. And I think there are group of folks down in, let's just say, in the LAO community uh, who think that they're doing the will of whoever, uh, when in fact they just had, it's, it's kind of like in the uh, secret societies. Everybody at the top ain't telling everybody down at the bottom of the levels of all the different things that they're actually doing. I don't think many people realize who are carrying weapons for this government that if the dollar crashes or if there's a PMF, uh, EMF uh, uh, pulse, uh, we're all going to be back at the same level. And there's going to be a whole lot of irritated Americans looking at you real crazy. One need well, you for and lunch. Here's, here's the thing, and this is what I and I tell people. And now I have a knack. Now I am. You, we have met in person mm-hmm. uh, once, and uh, I come. I appear to be a Caucasian, and I love fighting this whole argument of white privilege and whatnot. Because I've also got Spanish lineage, and my wife's Portuguese and right. Sicilian. Mm-hmm. And uh, when her grandparents got off the boat, they weren't white; they were brown. So. I love laughing in their face and say, if that's your argument, all arguments are lost. And I believe it was Winston Churchill said it. All arguments are lost when slander begins. The, I, well, I think you're entirely correct, Mr. Wade. Now, what I foresee happening, this I could be wrong. You got another minute. Go ahead. But there, there will be U.N. troops mm-hmm. 
setting foot on American soil because what they're they're trying to stoke the the flames, stoke the fire in order to justify it. And you always hear people say, well, I just don't think the average person needs this type of weapon. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a semi-automatic is a semi-automatic and the same rate of fire. And when people sit down and think about it, oh, they're not coming after this, they're not coming after that. And then lo and behold, uh, the new ATF chief has now tried to redefine what an assault rifle is to include what we consider hunting rifles, your right. thirty sixes, well, the rate of fire, the cycle of fire. The Second Amendment is the last brick in the wall, and uh, we, the American people, Christian patriots and rednecks, we're the last holdout short of our Lord and Savior for freedom all over this planet. If they take us out, it's it's over for humanity in terms of freedom. But listen, I agreed, Mr. Wade. Now, and here's the hold thing, your thought. A lot of people, hold your thought. I need yes, to take sir. a break. Hold your thought. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. All right, folks, we're back, and it's Monday. We're talking with the Freeman. Before we get back to him, I want to remind you, Corkin Door stands at the ready to help you with all your garage door needs. You're building a brand-new home. Folks, you need, to, you need to check out the possibilities of what you can do with a garage door. And you heard the testimonial from uh, one of our listeners who called in here, and he was pointing out the fact that they said, well, they suggested to him getting an insulated door. It turned out to be one of the better uh, decisions he made as it relates to building that house. You should do the same thing. They've got ideas that would put you, you'll be stunned, amazed, and left gasping for breath with the breath of their knowledge. That's right, folks. Cork and Door, they've been providing quality door products for over 50 years. They continue that commitment right now. So give them a call today at 601-922-DOOR, 601-922-3667, or check them out online, corkanddoor.com. They have LiftMasters commercial and residential doors, they have Clopay, section on commercial and residential doors. The owner, Sissy and Chris Kennedy, welcome you to come by the office, and they'll sit down with you and discuss garage doors. Open up the eyes of your understanding. A new horizon, if you will. Check them out. Garage doors. Corkendor, C-O-R-K-E-R-N, door.com. All right, let's go back to the free man, a knowledgeable man about freedom. You know, uh, free man, I'm sitting up here, I'm just wondering how, how are we going to be able to hold this together? There's just so many people at the top of our government who are not doing their jobs in defending freedom. They're not trying to make America's future bright or greater, but they seem to be, gra- I mean, doing basically doing a dash and grab on the uh, uh, finances of this country. Like, okay, we're going to get what we can before this thing crashes to the ground. That's from my vantage point where I'm sitting. Uh, the way I see it, Mr. Wade, is I, I think there are uh, quite a few of those, quite a few, many of those individuals. But, you know, the, the working schmucks out here in the world, they also read the writing on the wall or, and are making uh, making moves in order to survive. Right. Um, but when you – Henry Kissinger, I go back to him. He also stated, hey, control the food, control the people, control the oil, control the nation. And so there are a lot of people that are trying to look out. And, you know, I personally think, yeah, Michael Guest, absolutely, there's no way if he sits on that committee, even if he's number two or three or the bottom of the barrel – if he is on that committee, he got the there's no way he's not getting mm-hmm. enough details to know. He chooses <clears throat> to be ignorant. He's willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. At, you know, that's the best case scenario is he's willfully ignorant. Now, but we go back to what, what's going to happen in, in order to make it happen for the U.N. or the cabal, whoever you want to call them, the New World Order. They're not shy about it anymore. No. You own nothing and be happy. In order for them to get their way and control it, they have to, they have to control. They have to get rid of firearms. 
They have to get, as you said, Christians, patriots, and rednecks, and I happen to be all of them. And I wear it as a badge of honor, and I I won't shy away from it. Amen, Uh, brother. Right on. uh, Look, Mr. Way, there are many times in this life I shouldn't be here, but for whatever reason, God's got a plan. What that is, I don't know, but who am I to question the will of the Lord? And I go back to, you know, a lot of people, they're, they're not even willfully ignorant. They have questions, but they think, oh, I'm crazy because they're afraid of losing their jobs, and that's how they've started doing it. And if you look at it, we're starting to see these red flag laws. Well, why are they trying to, to go with these red flag laws? Well, now you're, over, you're, you're taking out somebody's rights arbitrarily of somebody who's not a trained psychologist or a trained psychiatrist or anybody that has any experience in the mental health world, and, and, and that's enough. Well, I just think he's a danger because I feel scared. Right. Well, I mean, but you know, well, but you know, that, but you know, Freeman, that's the same thing's happening with the January sixth. They just use, uh, well, we got a uh, unidentified uh, whistleblower from the administration who says that the Secret Service was living in fear that day. They they were calling their wives, telling them they kissing them, honey, I'll never see you. I don't believe that for one moment. But again, for well, people no, who don't think they wouldn't have made that call. No. Uh, see, all right, so I know what we were and weren't, weren't allowed to say, whether it be from our sat phones or from our, you know, your call from the, from the booth, and they'd shut our, if, some, if somebody even was hit with an IED, an entire base, whether you left the wire or, or you know, uh, rolling every day doing convoy security, kicking in doors, whatever, SEALs all the way down to your basic infantry guys, it didn't. It would shut the base down. It would shut the comms down if somebody was even just got blown up and didn't die but was being medevaced. They would shut it down for weeks in order to do it. So there's no way the CIA, the Secret Service were calling saying, sweetheart, I may, I may not be making it home. Right. Yeah, there's, there's no way. Right. Uh, uh, there's just if – if there is, they're, they're PC hires is what I call them, mm-hmm. and they're not actually there for a mission other than to be a cog in the wheel and do as you're told and not questioning. I've had these conversations with even our local police, our local law enforcement, and I had to remind a couple of them, no, boss, you took the same oath I did. And some of these guys I've grown up with, uh, no, and I'm, or I'm related to, and I said, no, you, you say it's your job to enforce the law. It's your job to enforce constitutional law. That's right. There is a difference. Yeah. And they seem to forget that, and I have to remind them what the oath is. If you look at a law enforcement uh, oath that they take, it is almost – it is so similar to ours. Well, you we know, take. you and know, we had a uh, we had a gentleman. I mean, I played a video of a gentleman who made some very salient points. You know, we as patriots, we we think that okay, if it hits the fan, we're going to be ready for this, ready for that. And uh, he made a salient point that we need to realize, we as Christian patriots and rednecks, that it's not going to be like in 1776 where you had a world power like France coming in to backstop us. Uh, we're pretty much going to be on our own because. You know, there's just not many people out there other than the average grunt, the average person on the ground. But as far as government's concerned, they're not for what we're for, which is basically our own independence and liberties. They want to be, you know, king of the pile, running everybody else's lives. That's what all this is about. So can well, we agree. depend on anybody? And I ask many Christians and say, well, what, you know, because I, I am more of the libertarian-minded right. type individual. Right. Um, just because as a Christian, especially as I've gone gotten to know the good lord better and i've actually tried to uh, it's a daily struggle but to walk with god in his manner and say well what is god trying to teach me or tell me right 
you know, and, but at the end of the day, even God has given mankind freedom to choose. Mm-hmm. So why is it so much that you have people like Michael Guest or Benny Thompson that turn around and say, oh, well, they're just trying to force each other's, each other's views down each other's throats. Right. And I, that's where, so I digress, Mr. Wade, to get back on it. He's, in, he's entirely correct. We will be on our own. Mm-hmm. That's why you see a lot of us that stay in the shadows. And we just kind of, uh-huh, yep, and stay in the shadows, not because we're afraid, but our yeah. our mission. And, well, you know, I'm glad. I'm, family first. Yeah, and and we need that. And this is why there's going to be various levels of support if things go go south. There's going to be various level of support people. Can, some people won't be doing anything but pray for us. Some people will be able to leave some bread out, uh, you know, but everybody's going to have a role to play. Some folks are going to choke, just like during the Revolutionary War. Uh, folks had to decide the, the crown or America at that time. I guess it would have just been the Patriot movement. Well, but listen, brother, we're going to have to take a break. But listen, I'll, 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 go ahead. I'm going to tell you, I'll leave you with this. That two things that the government always or until, until it's politically convenient. They always paint two groups of people mm-hmm. and, and they use them when it's convenient. And they let them go. You've always talked about the African-American community. That's all they do is use you. But then they paint veterans it's crazy mm-hmm. until it's memorial day fourth of july or veterans day and then all of a sudden it's all peaches and cream sunshine and rainbows and where everybody's thought janet napolitano stated the biggest potential domestic terrorist threat is a returning war veteran because we have been trained and we have been fighting guerrilla wars since 2003 or longer and we know how they work we know how to fight them we know the weaknesses and they know that, so what they do is paint us as crazy unstable. And, and I'll leave you with that, Mr. Wade, and I'll call back next chance I get, Mr. Wade. Please do, and if you're ever in the area, make sure you stop by. Uh, I'm going to oh, put I you on will. Listen, I'm going to put you on hold and make sure I get your number, okay? We'll be right back. Yes, sir. All right. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday. I want to thank the free man from calling in. I want to remind you also, Frederick Sales and Service, your lawnmower's on the blink, folks. You need to get you the zero turn. Go ahead on upgrade. You need it. You deserve it. Get one that's going to last. It might be the last lawnmower you ever buy. The zero turn X Mark mower, preferred two to one by lawn care professionals. It's a workhorse. It runs and runs and runs. Right now, you can buy an X Mark with zero percent financing uh, at Frederick Sales and Service, ten oh six Old Highway four seventy one in Brandon, Mississippi. That's right, folks. FrederickSalesandService dot com. Check them out for all your lawn care needs. <laughs> they have every kind of equipment known to mankind, and they service any kind of equipment known to mankind. Check them out today, FrederickSalesandService.com. All right, for, uh, plus they have those Honda generators. As a matter of fact, just stop by there. You'll be surprised the things they have that you actually need. That's right, so if you need a generator, get you a Honda generator. They have them there available right now. All right, folks, it is an open forum. I want to thank the free man for calling in, folks. What it looks like they're going to do, they're going to keep, poking at the American people. Even though the Supreme Court ruled that these agencies can't do what they're doing, they're doing them anyway. And because, you know, we had uh, the Jeff Sessions of the world, the so-called Mike Pence's of the world, supposed to be so moral and upright. Folks, we're in a knife fight. These people are going for the throat. And we're up here trying to reason with, you know, at some point you just got the man up. You got to have some Brunswick balls, baby. You just got to come up on it. You got to come up. And uh, I could see them using the U.N., Chinese troops, 
through the UN to come in here and provide the muscle for the Mike Guest of the world to rule and reign over the rest of us. Because that's what it's all about. These people are doing loyalty tests. That's what Mike Guest went through was a loyalty test. And he showed he, he, he'd sell us. Folks, I know you don't like me saying that because there's a lot of people out there guest supporters. Folks, I'm not going to be found wrong on this. When people show you who they are, believe them. Our number is 601 Let's go to Jeffrey. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Kim. How's it going? Great, my friend. How you doing? Doing great. Getting me some of this uh, $5 a gallon Joe Biden diesel in my Duramax right now, so my backside hurts a little bit, but I'm, I'm trying to make it. Well, you're building back better, baby, with $5 a gallon <laughs> gas. <laughs> or broken. Hey, man, uh, you just went over something, and it just occurred to me, uh, if you take Christian Patriots and Rednecks, you take the first initials, you get CPR. And I think that's where we're at now. I think it's, we're the ones that are going to have to administer CPR to the country to keep this thing alive. That's right. That's it. I mean, look, dude, we're on life support right now. Yeah. The, the only thing that's keeping us alive is CPR. That's right. And I think probably as a fundraiser for the Kim Wade show, um, I think we need to design some T-shirts. Uh, we need to put out some bumper stickers. And uh, maybe even the website kick this thing going so more people will become a part of, uh, of CPR and uh, and listen to your show online like I did. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll have to pursue that. Uh, we're, we're looking at uh, upgrading uh, our, our power and maybe doing all that transition. We'll start putting out some T-shirts and hats and things like that. That would be a good idea. Well, I think, uh, I think CPR, a uh, proud member of CPR, uh, you know, should be able to wear uh, should be able to wear that T-shirt for a little while without having a target on your back uh, before the liberal media starts uh, putting us online and then uh, putting marks on our back. But hey, you got to go down sometime, man. Hey, man, brother, look, look, and and that's the whole thing. You got to make people if they say they believe that they want to subjugate us, then you know we got to make them die for what they believe because they're going to make us die for what for what they believe if they get a chance. They yeah, sure. yeah, it's all equal. It's mm. all equal. If, you, if you're willing to put me into it, then you better be willing to put your life on the line to prove that you want me to be subjugated. There you go. And see, it's easy when you're sending somebody else to do it, but when somebody comes to you and says, oh, so you're the guy who sent that other guy who's no longer with us. Yeah. We need to talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Some fellowship. Brother, I appreciate you, Jeff. Hold no it down problem, up there man. in Kentucky. I'm, huh? I'm going to see what we can do. We're going to try to... Uh, see if we can get a certain high-ranking individual out at some point in time, but uh, he's staying in there pretty strong, so uh, I don't know if he'll go anywhere or not, but uh, we'll, well, we'll see what we can do on the next election, uh, next senatorial election. Maybe we'll have a little bit of a change. Yes, sir. Brother, we appreciate <laughs> you, man. Always good to hear All from right. you. All right, man. Let's get to working on them shirts. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you, buddy. Our friends, friend up in Kentucky. All right, folks. Our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Let's go to Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Kim. How are you? How you doing, my friend? I'm good, thank you. So this thing about Michael Guest. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Grimy Mike. He's, mm-hmm. he's had a loyalty test, all right, but that test was only to keep him in office until the new world order is established. At that point, they're going to say. We can't trust you because you, you, you can be bought by the highest bidder. <laughs> they don't, and and then, you know what? Him too. 
what you're saying is historically provable. These guys, yeah, I mean, but see, they think it's a game. They think it's all about, and see, I'm telling you, the love of money, the lust of money, is going to get you every time. Yeah. And not only that, the reason that I can say that is because I'm a student of history mm-hmm. and I've seen what they've done in other countries where there was a communist takeover. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did. The people that turned, the, the ones that turned on their people, yeah, they turned them loose on the people until they were in full control and then they turned on them. Well, you know, over there in Sri Lanka right now, they're, they're burning down the homes and businesses of politicians. They got politicians on the run over there. We keep trying to tell these politicians over here, and just like the free man just pointed out, America's not immune from this. In, in Kim's view, from what I see, we're at the beginning of where Venezuela was 25 years ago. We're at the beginning of it. We're, we got all these people who think, okay, let's be reasonable. Let's try communism. Let's try uh, stabbing our own country in the back and yada, yada, yada. And many of these people, Walking around here uh, on medicines like I am and like you are. Folks, folks, we're going to have it. You have no idea how bad we're making it for ourselves. And we got a chance to put the brakes on it. And also, I'm glad that we're in a knife fight because I'm going to bring a gun to it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Amen, brother. Keep your head on. All right. You have a good one, brother. You take care. All right. Let's go to Bob. Okay. Caller, you on the air? Hey, Carly on there. Okay, I guess not. Our number is 601-879-0002. Getting a lot of response there on the T-shirt suggestion. Um, so, well, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. We are making it. Like I said before, folks, if the Lord says the same, we've got things in motion. We had, I mean, this has been almost a, almost a 10-year struggle to, to boost our power. I mean, we won't be like WLS out of Chicago. Uh, we actually we could if we could just get a few more pieces of the puzzle to fall into place. But right now we got a temporary boost that's going to hopefully, if the Lord says the same, within I don't know, it'll happen when it happens. Uh, uh, the management here is working assiduously as we speak to make that happen. So when it does, folks, we're going to uh, we're going to take a bite out of crime. Okay, Super Talk won't be talking so loud. We're going to put the foot on them. Let's go to Bob. Hey, Bob. Yes, Bob. Oh, yes, say you're on the air, sir. Yes. Uh, my comment on the, the guy earlier uh, is um, patriots are like this. It will take the same thing to recover this country as it did to found this country. Mm-hmm. Um, it took God-fearing men trying to come up with a plan for the best government for all of the people. Mm-hmm. It took bullets. And it took blood. And until we understand that that is what it will take to recover this country, we're just spinning our wheels. Well, you're absolutely right. And, you know, everybody's at different different stages on this walk to realization that the folks on the other side really want to subjugate us. To me, the mere fact that Bill Gates and Soros and Klaus Schwab would even say that their goal is to kill off nine, ten, nine or ten billion people, whatever the number is, yes. and and think that we're just supposed to sit here and say, "Oh, okay, that's interesting." No, no, you just no, made no, a no. threat. No, a, a viable and, uh, threat. But this country was founded with God-fearing men that tried their best 
to come up with a solution for government mm-hmm. that <clears throat> helped all people. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of people that don't want to help themselves, but that's come about a lot earlier than our founding. But then it took God-fearing men that were willing to load a gun and fight for what they believed in, and it took blood to create this country. That is what it will take to recapture this country. Bill Gates and George Soros and none of them, they're no, they're no more than me or you. That's they're, right. they're just men. They're just men. Amen, they're brother. They're just men. They're just men. All right, Caleb, come but on that, now. I, I'm a first-time caller. I love your show, and I wish we didn't have to call it a show. I wish we could call it something besides a show because it's much more serious than a show. Lucy was a show. Hmm. Mary Tyler Moore had a show. Red Skelton had a show. You are a fighter for democracy and real freedom in this country, Kim. Well, brother, I appreciate you being out there. I appreciate you saying it. Look, this is why I said at this point here, what the, you can't threaten me with death or jail. And you, and, yes, and, and you can do both of them. No, yeah. I'm not afraid to die. Yeah. Because I'd be willing to die for my children that yeah. are struggling in this. I'm, I'm old enough that I have um, I'm untouchable right. by this. Right. But my children are struggling as a result of this, and my grandchildren will have no hope. That's right. That's right. It, 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 it falls on us. Brother, look, we're up against a heartbreak that's going to happen whether we keep talking or not. Please yeah. call again, okay? God bless you. I will. You. We'll be but ready. I appreciate you. I appreciate your patriotism, and I want you to understand, rednecks, blacknecks, it doesn't matter. If you love America, you love America. Amen, brother. We're not the perfect country, and we're not the most perfect. Amen. Do we have room for improvement? Absolutely. Yes, we do. Every single one of us as an individual has room for improvement. But it's the best place I've ever been, and I've been several places. Thank you. Amen, brother. Appreciate that call. On a few minutes of the Kim Way Show, I appreciate the callers today. I really do. And the show started out, we're talking about how Michael Guest has aggrandized himself. I'm sure his family's enjoying the fruit of all that uh, extra attention he's getting, those certificates of appreciation in the form of greenbacks for passing the test that the deep state gave him. We have a pawpaw was deceased in D.C. jails after being incarcerated for the, since January 6th of 2020, 2021. I believe Michael Guest has blood on his hands. They say he committed suicide. He probably was murdered there in that D.C. jail. Nobody will get to the bottom of him. He might won't call for an inve- investigation of that. Then we got the North Mississippi man who's facing 20 years in jail because of Michael Guest. Grimy Mike. Clarence Thomas' wife is under subpoena. Steve Bannon's going to jail. Thanks, Michael Guest. Grimy Mike. Enjoy the money.